Welcome to the UAC podcast. UAC was founded to create a place where the most successful chiropractors from different backgrounds and from around the world could come together to mastermind and create lasting friendships. Our profession is unique and surrounding yourself with a genius inside of UAC is a formula to grow personally and professionally into the life you've always known you are capable of achieving. Welcome to Chiropractic's Brain Trust. Excited to have you. Thanks for joining us for our UAC podcast today. It's awesome because I I feel like I know you fairly well just from like UAC and from onboarding you and all the things that way. So um, just tell us, like tell UAC a little bit about your practice because your practice is a very different kind of practice. Yeah. uh, It's really cool too. So I, first off, I want to say thank you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) for giving me an opportunity to, to kind of talk and, and, and share what we love to do and that kind of thing. But um, yeah, we're different and, and we're okay with being different and uh, maybe not the, the average chiropractic office, even in UAC as, yeah. as we do a lot. Um, we're definitely womb to tomb. You know, we, we treat all the way um, through full life. Uh, we're not a wellness office. We're not a pain office. We're not a sports rehab office. We're not a functional med office. We're not a, a, a sports, you know, whatever. Like we, we literally try to be like the target of holistic medicine and chiropractic. And we want to have something for everybody. So that way that they can do something to enhance their life in a non-drug, non-pharmaceutical, non-surgical way and, uh, and have a heck of a lot of fun doing it and, and just do something different and just provide some degree of an opportunity. That's not, that's not necessarily out there, um, on their main street. You know, that's, that's what we try to do. I love that. So it sounds like it's sort of like a entry, like a soft entry into vitalistic healthcare. Is that what it is? So you have chiropractic, right? You are a chiropractor. Do you have other sorts of practitioners with you? So all of my practitioners are chiropractors. Um, they do have some specialties in peds. Uh, we do have some biofeedback and neurofeedback training with some of the functional neurology, some of the functional medicine stuff as well. So the, the goal is to essentially, cause I'm in, I'm in rural North Carolina, right? Like I, even rural though, North like, Carolina. I'm you guys are na- neighbors. But... And like, there's, there's Charlotte right there. Uh, we're going back in time a little bit in regards to what people think about in regards to healthcare, right? So we're still breaking that mold of people's even acceptance to, to what chiropractic is. And so we've tried to create a little bit of a hybrid, like you said, a hybrid kind of vitalistic uh, entry level position for people to be able to start this, this concept of okay, I don't have to just go do what my primary care doctor, my, my MD down the road sell me to do and go live off of this medication for the rest of my life. And this is my only option in drugs and surgeries and so forth. And so um, just to open people's eyes. And then when people get it, when they experience it, when they love it, then, then they really kind of stay on for more of the wellness basis uh, as well. Oh my gosh, I love that. So, I mean, not only is that the kind and the compassionate and the chiropractic thing to do, which is to meet people where they're at. Right. So if their attitudes are just a little bit, you know, they need a little coaxing or a little bit of education. That's amazing. But also there's a lot of opportunity, right? For sure. And, and it's like a, you get people where they are 
right? And and it's a matter of, uh, I, I don't know who said it, but I, I've seen it many times, especially in our industry. It's like you, you give people what you want, what they want there, but then you sneak in what they need. And so regardless what you call it, I'm not going to die on the sword of terminologies and all that kind of stuff. Like, and, and that's just not how, how I am. I, I want people to actually see the results, experience the benefit. You can call it whatever you want to call it. You can call it chiropractic. You can call it physical medicine. You, you can call it manipulation. I, I don't care what you call it. Just get them better and, and help change their life. And they're going to go tell the world about you, you know, and that's, and that's really what, what we stand for more than anything. Brad, you had like a really, I know that I know your story because I know the doctor that, that you worked for before that had the practice to start off. I just think you bring like, this is, I'm like, I don't know, just my whole experience with you, your whole transition through like being, you know, working in his office, knowing that you were going to be taking over. And now you've got this office that's like booming and just like you're bringing more modalities, more like cool things to the practice. Like, can you tell us like a little bit about like that experience and what you think like made that transition so successful? Cause there's yeah. so many doctors in UAC. I think that would like, you know, love to have a successful transition transition and like having their office be a legacy, you know, cause really that's what's happening and you're, you're making it even better. It's just like, I think it's such a cool transition that you've like had. Yeah. So I got chill bumps right now. So thank you for that. I just, <laughs> but, um, but ultimately I, I walked into an amazing circumstance. Um, like my mentor and, and chiropractor, my family's chiropractor, uh, Dr. Rich Berkowitz created a out of this world practice for Shelby, North Carolina, long before I was ever thought about, <laughs> you know, so I have to give him <laughs> a ton of credit into establishing really the principles and some of the systems and things that we do in practice. And, uh, and he had tremendous success through his chiropractic career as a part of that. Um, the other side, I just had, I'm, and I'm in continuous conversation with him. I, I, I saw him in CrossFit today, you know, and ultimately I, uh, <laughs> I talk to him all the time. He's like a brother. He went down to the Bahamas, you know, last week, he brings me back a shirt and a hat. We're talking golf. I mean, it, he's family. Right. And so ultimately it's kind of, it's kind of amazing that that business and personal that can sometimes be pretty ugly has been such a marriage, a, a fruitful one for us. And okay. so he, he practiced for 25 years. Uh, the practice existed since uh, 97, I think, uh, if the math adds up there correctly, 96, 97. And so um, when, when I came out of school, I had a different vision for like really what I thought I wanted to do, as we probably all did in some way, shape or form, versus what came to reality. Um, and so I graduated from Logan in 13. And so um, come into to this and I was like, man, I'm going to be the sports doc and I'm going to go do all this kind of stuff. And this is what I'm going to I'm going <sighs> to craziness. Right. And then and then uh, ultimately I come back and, and Rich and I have a great conversation as he was he was present as a part of my education and so forth um, throughout. So there was that kind of molding of thought process as I went through, which I, I'm thankful for, especially now, and really what I'm trying to do for some of my CAs that are going back to chiropractic school and things as well. Boom. It, yes, is, is ultimately is um, we created a relationship there that there was trust already, you know, and so I knew that he had 
my best interest in mind whenever I came out of school, which is I can't say something that that a lot of people have that comfort in knowing at sure. going out to the wolves. And so when I came back, because I said, there's no way in hell that I'm coming back to Shelby, North Carolina. There's no way, right? There's so much more out there for this world than Shelby, North Carolina. And for everybody who doesn't know that, we're talking about a 20,000 person, you know, town that, you know, we, we weren't able to sell liquor by the glass until like 2000. <laughs> so we're progressing rapidly right now, right? And so, and so ultimately, um, so I come back and, and I'm like, you know what, Rich? If I'm here, if I'm going to be your associate, if, if you're going to kind of mold me, shape me, mentor me into what this can be, then I'm going to take over this practice one day. Otherwise, I'm going to go do this for myself because I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be my own boss. I wanted to take my risk and I want to be the reason why things happen. Right. Good or bad. And so um, and so I was an associate for three years until we came together in partnership. And then um, we spent two years of partnership together until eventually the transition occurred. Um, and he kind of went into retirement mode and uh, which he's doing some other stuff now, which is kind of cool as well. And um, and secondarily, then I got to take the helm as as the leader of the practice moving forward and, and kind of the face of things, especially for the last the last like four years. I love that. So that trust, like, what do you think was the magic in that, you know, in that transition and why it just became so successful? Cause it's beautiful. I think, I think it's one of those things it's, um, doing what you say you're going to do and ultimately being unwavering in that, even in things that are not as successful as what you thought or timelines that were there, but the communication being there, being honest, and then ultimately, you have a relationship that that was that that was built off of of years it wasn't like somebody just right. swept in on a on a white horse and and decided to be your savior you know of transition it was something that was pre-planned and thought out five years before it ever happened you know and so i think a lot of people especially friends of mine that are you know that are chiropractors and they're looking to buy out you know practices because they're looking at it from financial gains and other things there because of but it's not necessarily the right fit. They're just right. trying to make the next step financially, or they're trying to do this from a career perspective. This was the right fit. And, and ultimately it was not rushed. It was something we communicated about from the day I was hired, you know, to the day that ultimately I transitioned as the owner of the practice. And it was something that there was always that transparency. And so, um, and I think that was the biggest thing for anybody, if I would say, is going to do that with associates to create some legacy or even family, right? I mean, sometimes that's the, the squirrelier ones is you've got guys and gals who are, are wanting their kids to be chiropractors and they're like, but I don't even know that I want them to come back and work for me because I don't feel like I can sell it to them or whatever that may be. Like there is that, you know, it's, it's a real thing yeah. because you want to monetize your efforts of what you've done over, over the years, right? But, but if there's that transparency from the beginning and then you do what you say you're going to do, you hold up your end of the bar bargain it, it's clean and you have nothing but respect even if it's not even if it's not beautiful all the time there's a respect a mutual respect is there that i think goes along with bringing our members innovative resources to help you grow professionally and strengthen your practice is important and that is why the uac highly recommends our partner in payments fortis fortis offers cutting edge payment solutions to optimize your practice with the ability to customize and run auto debit and one-time payments, along with many more intuitive features like stored card vault, shared card, split payments, pay links, and e-invoice. 
Fortis serves thousands of chiropractic practices nationwide and is a key tool in the purpose-filled journey to run a successful, high-volume practice, and even better, they integrate with many leading EHRs. For a free rates analysis, email Fortis today at chiro at fortispay.com and just mention UAC. I love that. There's something old fashioned there. Just in, unfortunately, it's old fashioned. It should be, it should be carried with us. It's be impeccable with your word, right? Like the four agreements, just do what you say you're going to do, how you do anything is how you do everything. Right. Absolutely. And I think there's so much, um, I love, I love the exit strategies. There's so many of us in the room that are really, we're maybe a few years off from that, but we're, yes. we, we have various stages of that happening. So find Brad and, and pick his brain about that because you know a lot about both sides, right? I feel like you can Absolutely. the owner now, and the- Now my current goals is really like, because how beautiful our transition was, it's really, it's really kind of intrigued me. It's, it's motivated me to go try and help other doctors do that on their exit, because I want to grow my practice. I want to scale my practice. I want to expand my region, the, and not just Shelby, North Carolina, but because I think we have an amazing product, an amazing experience. And I also know that there's a lot of doctors who, and Steph, you know this in our area, especially that they're the guys who really made it during the heydays of the eighties and nineties and so forth. And now they're, they're like, all right, I'm tired. I'm beat up, but, but I don't have that person coming in here to save me, you know, to get me to retirement so I can enjoy the fruits of my labor. And so I want my next steps to be, okay, well, I'm looking at coming in and doing some acquisitions and so forth of practices and, and converting them into what we do, but trying to do that with that same kind of clean process that we had, because I don't have any negative, I don't have any negative uh, um, to kind of go back on there, you know? So, so that's really what I'm trying to do now in regards to the next five year and 10 year goal is, is to do that. What a cool niche. You're like yeah. brokering basically. Essentially. Yeah. But, uh, but, and, and I'm, I'm proud of what we do and, and no reason not to be proud to be able to share it with as many people as we get a chance to do that. with. I love it too, that you bring your, bring some of your team to you. I see we've gotten to meet a few, a few of those people too. Like tell yeah. us a little bit about your team culture and your environment within your office and, and what yeah. you've done to really cultivate that. So um, as you can see behind me, actually, I got this on my wall. My organization and culture um, is, is a big thing that we talk about for our staff and our team, because I think we're only as good as the people we surround ourselves with, you know, and that's why I think UAC is so great is that connection is, uh, is, is that you get that, uh, that same thing I'm trying to create from an organization and culture perspective here. We, we're doing that in UAC. And so the... Not everybody's going to have the same passion that I do as a business owner. You know, not, it's not reproducible in that same environment. It's just not. It's, it's if you can get people 70 percent of where you are, we are going to be so successful, so successful with our practices and so forth, just because they have you know 70 to 80 percent of the passion that you bring to the table. And so. You know, that's why I really wanted, you know, some of my key players, especially people that I look to lean on for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years, hopefully, uh, to get excited about like what we really get a chance to do every single day. Right. And um, and that's not something that they maybe get a chance to understand how cool our practice is versus 
somebody else down the street. And, uh, and that's something that they get to see as a part of UAC. And so, um, you know, so that's a big one. And, and this is something, you know, I know Steph's big on this as well, because I follow her on some of the socials and things. It's like, we like to have a hell of a lot of fun, you know, <laughs> this, you know, uh, and so one of our core values for, for our office is being funergetic. That's, that's our, <laughs> and, and it's a part of our hiring process. It's something from the beginning. It's like, are you going to be a stale individual? Are you going to bring some degree of energy into the room? And, and if you can't be funergetic and you can't pick and joke and have fun and, and have thick skin, and if you can't do that, you can't make it here. You're not going to survive. <laughs> you need to trademark that. That's a, yeah, that's a great that's one. Are, right. I mean, that's who we are. And so, um, and so everything we do uh, between our in-office, like holiday parties that we have for patients and, you know, Halloween's coming up and we've got three to four days worth of dressing up that we're doing. We're going to have an entire parking lot, like festival food trucks and, and bounce houses and live music and trunk or treats. And, and we're all going to be dressing up as different, you know, costume stuff. We're going to have a good time with it. And uh, we're con converting our office into Hogwarts, you know, for Halloween. <laughs> and so we, we try to do things like that just because uh, many people you've treated patients for 20 years, you know, you, you have your 20 year patients who come in every week or, or they come in every three weeks or four weeks and it becomes monotonous if you don't make it exciting. And, and so, um, you guys all know that. And so it helps with your retention. It helps keep people like guessing. And so they just don't, Oh, come on in. Same, you know, same adjustment, same listing, same, whatever, you know, and it's uh, and it just creates some fun. And, and so it's what uh, has been ingrained to me, you know, like I say, with, with uh, what uh, Dr. Rich Berkowitz was doing beforehand. And so we've just taken it and just tried to amplify even more of that because it's just who I am as a part of my DNA as well. Love. It's. I think that's important too, because it does have to be authentically you, but I just love, I always think about it. I always tell my staff like, Hey, it's feeding that human need of uncertainty. Like a lot of the times they're like, we should put it on a slideshow that people know. I'm like, no, I want them to walk no. in and be like, what is, There's <laughs> what is happening here? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you don't get to see Steph in a cow costume. <laughs> you know, so, that's mean, a pattern disrupt. Back back to the staff experience at UAC, just because I'm curious, I've never brought my staff. I mean, I brought my, I brought one associate, but Nick's sister, um, yeah. but I've never brought my staff to UAC. What did they think? Tell us like a little bit about like, did you feel like it was like worth it to bring them and have them experience it? Just give us a little bit of feedback on that. Yeah. So long story short, a thousand percent. Okay. Um, would <laughs> and intend on doing again um, in future in future UAC event. And the secondarily, I come back and then the rest of my staff, because I have, I have 18 um, non-doctors that work in the office. So we have a, a pretty good size staff within the, within the practice. And so two of them went out there and then everybody else goes, okay, when's it my time? You know, so it created a little <laughs> bit of a, like, why did they get to go? And I didn't get to, so it was kind of nice, actually. It, it created a yep. little bit of competition and stuff, but yeah. um, for those two specifically, one, it got, it introduced them to something that they, um, they've never done before. I mean, with the UAC events and stuff and how there, there's, I mean, heck, how many times do you go up on a hot air balloon, right? And so, and, and uh, we did that with our staff, right? Um, you know, we got to hear Elle, you know, and, and some of her words and stuff there. And uh, two of the ladies that, that came out with me, my CAs, uh, my front desk manager, my clinical manager, you know, they're young, beautiful ladies that, 
who doesn't get motivated by hearing Elle speak. And so that was a, a good thing to, to come back from. Um, and then secondarily, they get to hear like some of the side conversations and, and some of the, um, the business talk, if you will. The, yeah. And, and they get to hear this stuff and they're like, wow, you know, there's more than just this patient care thing that goes into to running a business and so forth. And uh, it creates an even greater appreciation for what we do as business owners every day for them to make sure that they can take a paycheck and they have security in their job and all those types of things. Uh, and they're like, God, I didn't know all these things were running through your head 24 seven, you know? And so it was that as well. So there were so many different facets to that, that weekend. Um, and then secondarily, like I, I brought them, you know, minus my family. And, and so we got an opportunity and them minus their families. And so we got an opportunity to create some bonding and so forth as well and, and create honestly some memories that, that nobody can take from you, you know? And so, uh, which I think is great for, for longevity with our, with our, uh, with our team, you know? And so it was, I would, I would recommend that, um, 1000% for sure. That's awesome. Brad. Thank you. Yes. We're, uh, we're going to button it up here. And I'd love to know, you know, you mentioned, um, scaling in the next couple of years and who in the UAC, as far as members, are you looking at, watching, observing, seeing what they're doing? Who do you admire and why? You know, it's a great question. And um, Joe, I mean, Esposito is one, I think, just based on the goals that he has to, to open. I think the latest number I heard was 1,000 plus or whatever. I think it's so cool. And, and it's just dream big and, and, and watch some things come to fruition. So, you know, just hearing that and being in that bubble with, with Joe, the couple of times that I've been able to make it out is, has been pretty sweet. Um, and, and it's the way he is shaping that is very different than how I want to, but I think it's, it's, you can learn things like, what do you need on your team? Like, how do you, how do you create some different scalable things? What are the challenges that you run into, you know, from going to five to going to 50, you know, like that type of thing, even though if it's one doctor, one staff member, and it's, you know, low budget, if you will, low overhead versus I envision having a much grander, you know, office, if you will, I won't say grander, but just we offer more modalities and I want it to be reflective of what we do within our, our mega mothership, if you will. But you're going to run into those same obstacles in regards to talent acquisition, in regards to, um, you know, your your uh, personnels and so forth, right? How do you centralize scheduling and marketing and all these types of things as much as you can to really to make yourself a leaner machine as you grow? And so those are the types of things that that I even want to develop more relationship with in UAC and people who've had success with that of taking what I consider a very successful single practice that is certainly in a standalone entity and being able to see that go from five to 10 to 15 to 20, you know, before you're looking at leaving a legacy in some way, shape or form um, before careers in, you know, and so um, that way that we're making some impact that, that we feel like is worth our time on this world. We love what you bring to UAC, Brad. Thank, thank you, so Brad. Thank you. Today. So thank you so much for being with us and sharing a little bit about you. So we got to know you a little bit better. Will we love see you in New Orleans? Uh, New Orleans, I will not. I got a baby's <laughs> birthday party. So oh, we got a one-year-old one that we need to celebrate. So, oh. um, so we're going to have a little bit of fun there. But I certainly, I even, I plan on getting to Sweden next year too. So uh, excited to uh, be able to participate in several of those next year. So. Awesome. All right. Thanks guys. Appreciate, Appreciate you. you. <laughs> Bye Brad. Bye Brad. Bye.